So in this week's parasha, we're told about the death of Miriam, which seems to come and go pretty quickly. The Pasuk says, Vatamas Shum Miriam, Vatikover Shum, and Miriam died there, and she was buried there. So there are a couple of questions to ask regarding the death of Miriam that we find in this parsha. Number one is that this is all we're told about Miriam's death. There's no mention of mourning or any eulogies or a sense of mourning like we saw for Aaron. So the Kliyakar therefore says that the people were punished as we see that immediately following her death, the May Miriam, the waters of Miriam, stopped. And he brings the Gemara in Tainus, which tells us that the people, in a sense, forgot that the waters were in the Zechus of Miriam, and therefore they were punished in Mida Knegamida. So how do people forget that the water was in the Zechus of Miriam? It seemed kind of unconscionable not to have gratitude to this woman that gave Claudius Yisrael the uh, basic necessity, and that is water. Furthermore, we know that Torah is compared to water, so can you imagine if people were to forget the Torah the same way they forgot water? They're both life's necessities. Second question is that it's interesting to note that the Torah's verbiage is that Miriam died there. We would know from the context that she died in Kadesh, so what's the point of saying that she died there? So the Gemara Moikotan learns that from here we should bury people immediately after they die. So the obvious question is, what's the connection between immediate burial and that she was buried in Kadesh? We could have learned this principle from other places of people who have died. So I believe the answer to both of these questions is a basic psychological phenomenon. In life, the news cycle is becoming more of a rapidly changing editorial of the rat race that we're experiencing on a daily basis. Story after story, not just in the general world, but in our own Jewish world. So I feel blessed to be a, what I would call a political ignoramus. I, I really don't follow it, but friends of mine who do follow politics, although I admire their passion, I don't envy the fact that they miss out on what's most important in life, and that is faith, family, and friends. And I observe these people in animated discussions with co-workers, family members, fellow shulgoers, and I can't even pretend to be interested. So the Gemara and Brachos tells us, on Daf Yud Gimel, about a psychological phenomena called the recency effect. This is the tendency to remember recent events over previous events. And it's not limited to events. For example, if I were to read a list of 15 words to someone, so according to the recency effect, the person is most likely to remember the last few words on the list than the first few words. And the context of the Gemara and Brachos centers around the discussion about how the ultimate Geula will overshadow the previous Geula, as the Puzzik says... So don't remember the former events and don't ponder things of old. And the Gemara explains this to refer to the Mulchemas Gogumogog, which will cause all the previous events to be forgotten. And the Gemara gives a parable about someone who survived a wolf's attack, and that's what he talks about until his next encounter that he has with a lion. He then talks about that incident until he encounters a snake, and then he perseverates about the uh, snake. Ironically, the Gemara writes about the snake last when, in reality, all three are equally terrifying and potentially deadly. And I say ironically because the snake is written about in this week's Parsha as a healing device for the complainers, as I uh, mentioned in my other podcast entitled Looking Up, Looking Down. Highly recommend it. Um, so when Miriam died, the water stopped. There was no big funeral, no crying for Miriam. Instead, we learn a halacha that people should be buried quickly. 
And now we can understand the connection a little bit better. When a person dies, suddenly we start to remember all the amazing things that that person accomplished during their life. If we were to linger after a person dies and wait a couple weeks to bury them, then the focus wouldn't be on the person, but on the burial plans. When the person is buried quickly, we're able to concentrate more on the Shiva, and then the Shloshim, and then the yard site, and then every Yisker that occurs subsequent to the death of that person. So, now we can understand a little bit better. It comes out to be amazing that the idea of the stoppage of the waters after Miriam's death was meant to teach this lifelong lesson, that people might be gone, but they're not forgotten. When Miriam died and there was no more water, the people were forced to contemplate Miriam's legacy and the May Miriam, which is a term that's used even to this day. And it's such an appropriate measure for measure, or Mida Kenegad Mida, because it speaks to how we tend to forget the good things and major accomplishments of people when something bad comes up. So comparing the water to Torah, which is eternal and a life's necessity, will help us to never forget. And we learn this idea of quick burials from the fact that she died there. It says, sham. She died there and she was buried there, specifically so we can learn how to grieve and remember the deceased. Because they may be gone, but they are certainly not forgotten. Have a good Shabbos.